Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 33 of The Weird Weird West, and it's time to wrestle. Today is chapter 18, Arena Combat. Last page, our heroes, a mashup team of Superball and Silver Siren from the Misfits, and the Western Gunslingers, Kid Colt and the Rawhide Kid, walked right up to the Mongol camp and said, Hello, we're here with a business proposition for Mr. Khan. Everybody got put into manacles, led before Khan. They made their case. He listened, but he's on the fence, so he decided to go ahead and just drag the prisoners to this makeshift arena that his men just built to watch some wrestling. Here comes the box text. Quote, Khan and his men lead you outside to the giant wooden pen the troopers were building on your way in. Two huge Mongols stand at either end of the pen, both ready to charge forward and fight. It seems that all of the warriors in the Mongol camp have clustered around to watch the battle. Khan begins to speak. You two are my best warriors. One of you will take over as my second in command. We will decide which of you is to receive the promotion as Mongols have always decided such things. Through a test of strength. All I can think about is strength, strength, strength. Musical number ensues. Finally, it's time to fight. But it's not just any fight. It's a wrestling match. There are special rules, and these rules are extremely bad. It's not the author's fault. The grappling rules are just no good. So the Mongols, who are in the arena, fight for like 10 minutes. One of them wins. And then Khan, who has taken our heroes captive, is like, You prisoners, choose a champion to fight the victor for my amusement. Ho, 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 ho. The laughter is not in the text. Once again, this is an acting choice. So anyway, our heroes have to huddle up and decide who's going to wrestle the best Mongol wrestler. Here are the rules of the wrestling match. You're only allowed to do specific maneuvers from the face-rip combat system. Grappling, escaping, charging, and evasion. So grappling and escaping are pretty self-explanatory. Applying wrestling holds and getting out of wrestling holds. There's charging, where you just run into somebody. And there's evasion, which is where you just kind of like do a bullfighting thing where you try to get out of the way when people come at you. The match goes when someone submits or is reduced to zero health, and you're not allowed to leave the arena, I think. I don't actually see that here. Referee's discretion, I guess. Maybe they give you one of those pro wrestling uh, black hole 10 counts. They get asymptotically slower as they approach 10. Anyway, the challenge is not going to be staying in the arena, and depending on who you're playing, it might not even be wrestling your opponent. The challenge is going to be making enough sense of the grappling rules to figure out what you're supposed to do. There's a very telling illustration at the bottom of this page, There's this big ring of Mongols all gathered around, and then we've got one Mongol warrior wrestling Wonder Man, and the Mongol warrior has Wonder Man in what is basically a cross-faced chicken wing. Wonder Man's been lifted off the ground, he looks like he doesn't know what he's going to do, and in the foreground, Vision is looking at the reader, away from the wrestlers at the reader, with a look on his face as though to say, can you believe this shit? And no, Vision, no I can't. Wonder Man is as strong as goddamn Thor. The large man behind him is as strong as a large man. I know because his stats are right overhead. He has a strength of good. Wonder Man is literally an order of magnitude stronger than this man. So why is he in a cross-faced chicken wing? Well, the reason is that how strong someone is actually has no impact on your ability to put them in a hold. That's your thing. You roll your strength. If you've got a strength of good, you've got about a 25% chance to grapple your target, regardless of how strong they are. Their strength comes into play when they try to escape and possibly reverse your hold. 
However, that also is, is not any kind of resisted role. That's just straight up. So if you've got a strength of good, you also have about a 25% chance of escaping any wrestling hold, even if the person holding you is as strong as the god of goddamn thunder. The only time that these two strength scores actually interact with one another is when it comes to what's called a partial hold. When you've got someone in a partial hold, they're immobilized only if their strength is lower than yours. So there, the comparative strength does make a difference. Otherwise, wrestling is, oddly, not really a direct competition. It's more like um, competitive darts. Like, first they take their turn to wrestle, and we mark down the score. Then you take your turn to wrestle, and we mark down the score. Over time, theoretically, the person with the higher strength should win in a very odd, unwrestling-like kind of accumulation of points. But in fact, it's even more complicated and worse than that. The thing is, these Mongols could have really used like a Pat Patterson to, to work out the details of the rules and format of their wrestling match, because they've made it a wrestling match that you don't lose until you're down to zero health. There's no way to like pin someone to win or throw someone out of a space to win. You have to deplete all of their health. Now, if you've got someone in a full hold, like for example, a cross-faced chicken wing, naturally you're applying damage. I mean, obviously. Wonder Man is tough, but he's not invincible. The cross-faced chicken wing has felled better men. But if you've only got somebody in a partial hold, which is the much more likely result of a grappling roll, that doesn't do damage. What it does is it gives your opponent a penalty to escape so that you can keep trying to roll to get the full hold on future rounds. So the way this would theoretically work is that you would wrestle-wrestle, you both roll your wrestling, first you're going to get a partial hold on somebody, then while they're suffering a penalty for being partially held, they're going to fail to escape you, hopefully for a couple of turns, because that gives you time to make rolls and try to establish the full hold, at which point you apply damage. Now, with these rules, this wrestling match might end in some kind of punctual fashion if Wonder Man in this illustration is fighting whatever random Mongol won the wrestling tournament. However, there's another option here, which is more punishing for everyone than the judge could probably guess. If you come here as a guest of Khan rather than a prisoner, if you did the civilized thing, the Mongol thing, and jumped some of Khan's soldiers and beat them into unconsciousness, then Khan brings you to the wrestling match as a guest and you can take the initiative to challenge someone to a wrestling match, including Khan himself. Khan is much better at wrestling than this loser who just won the exhibition match. Khan has an effective strength of Remarkable when he's wrestling. This gives him a 66% chance to escape on any given escape attempt. Even with unearthly strength, Wonder Man only has a 15% chance to get a full hold on any given attempt. Even with his penalty for being in a partial hold, Genghis Khan still has a higher chance of escaping from a partial hold than Wonder Man has of converting it to a full hold. So what this wrestling match is going to be is an awful, awful lot of Wonder Man snatching a tenuous headlock on Genghis Khan, and then Genghis pushing him off, and then Wonder Man coming back off the ropes, and then right back to the headlock. It's going to be very difficult for Wonder Man to convert to a full hold to do damage. This match is going to take a long time. Now, Genghis Khan can't hurt Wonder Man. I mean, all joking aside about the cross-faced chicken wing, Genghis Khan doesn't have any ability to do damage to Wonder Man. And as soon as Wonder Man gets Genghis Khan in a hold, Khan is done. But it's just going to take a long time. And that's Wonder Man. Wonder Man is as strong as goddamn Thor, and he's mostly invincible, certainly as far as these non-powered Mongols are concerned. If you'll recall the heroes that we're following today, uh, they are not as strong as Thor. They are generic cowboy kid Colt, sulky but dapper rebel cowboy, the rawhide kid, Silver Siren, who is a robot mermaid, and Ronda de la Cruz, who patrons will remember, if they've been following the TVA archives, is very courageous 
tough as nails, but has a particular thing about hand-to-hand combat. She does not like it and does not want to participate in it. If she had to do it to save her life or someone else's, she would throw a punch, but she's not volunteering to wrestle Genghis Khan or anybody. It's not her thing. And if you send Super Ball in there, there's every chance that her force field is going to reflexively spring up when somebody tries to run into her, and she's going to get disqualified, and you're going to lose all your diplomacy points. By the way, that's what happens. If you break any of the rules in this wrestling match, you lose all your diplomacy points you've accumulated. Probably the best candidate for a wrestling match here, if they let her participate, would be Silver Siren. I mean, the Mongols have no context for what a robot is, so I feel like culturally they're going to interpret her as either some manner of moving object or a woman who refuses to take off her metal mermaid costume before the wrestling match begins, which I think counts as a foreign object, even within the flexible rules of Mongol wrestling. But you know, if they'll let her fight, she's the best choice. She's only got a good strength, so she's not as strong as Khan. None of her powers are really useful. She does have 80 health, though, and if Genghis Khan gets a hold of her and manages to get her finally into a full hold, he will inflict 20 damage. So he's going to need to get her into a full hold four times before this match is finally over. The good news is there's a much faster and more effective way to win this wrestling match, and it's the dumbest thing in this page, just in terms of like the Mongols' failure to think through the rules of their wrestling matches. In addition to grappling, you're allowed to charge. When you charge, naturally, it's not as though you first have to get a partial charge, then work your way up to a full charge before you do damage. You just run the fuck into someone, and you do damage. Or you miss them completely and run past them and bonk your head on something. You know, like constantly happens to Rhino or Juggernaut. Tail as old as time. The advantage here is that it's quick, and you don't have to worry about your opponent making unresisted rolls that they're good at to avoid you doing damage. You just straight up roll your own endurance with a bonus depending on how far you ran, and if you hit them, then you do damage, and you also might slam your target backward or stun them. Now, it is true you can avoid a charge. You can take the evasion maneuver, which basically allows you to designate one opponent and make a straight-up unresisted roll to just avoid whatever they try to do to you in melee that turn. So a strong fighter, if all they do is just constantly duck out of your way, can still drag this out forever if they just keep dodging your attempts to wrestle or charge them. But if you keep at it, they eventually have to do something other than evade, and when they do... You're going to slam into them, you're going to inflict damage, and this wrestling match is going to end. So the dumbest thing in this page is, while this is theoretically a wrestling match, the actual optimal tactic is to just run headlong into each other. That is allowed by the rules, and it is much more effective than grappling. The Mongols clearly did not think these rules through, and so what they've constructed here is not really a wrestling arena, it's more of a Mongol super collider. As soon as the metagame catches up to the optimal strategy here, this is just going to be Mongols running headlong and headfirst into each other until one of them falls unconscious, which is going to be probably good for morale, probably not so good in terms of, like, overall skull integrity of your fighting forces. I guess we'd want one of the cowboys to do this. They've both got excellent endurance. They've both got good strength. And fortunately, I guess, we are prisoners of Khan and not his honored guests. So we're not going to wrestle him. We're going to wrestle this chump who's statted on this page. And, you know, it could go either way, but I like the cowboy's odds. I think the designated gunslinger, probably Kid Colt, is going to pull this one out. It's going to feel good to get a combat win, and more importantly, this will impress Khan. Our heroes get one point if they attempt to wrestle and put up any kind of decent show. They get another point if they win the wrestling match, or if you prefer the collision exhibition. Quote, after the battle is over, Khan will be more impressed with the heroes than he was during the previous chapter, assuming they put up a good fight. If they were prisoners, Khan orders them released. In any case, he asks them to accompany him on a royal hunt, which will leave in approximately two hours. So yeah, after Kid Colt takes out the Mongol wrestling champion, we are freed from our shackles, 
including the metaphorical shackles of this clunky-ass grappling system, and we're off to join Genghis Khan in a royal hunt, next time on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>